the me and these two jerks podcast they're idiots they're idiots with microphones i don't know how that happened me and these two jerks uh, podcast rolling on um where we are practicing social distancing uh for this episode we are not in the same room we're not even in the same part of town uh for this next episode of the uh, me and these two jerks podcast eric michaels kyle west jamie dawson big thanks to our friends at prelude web and marketing taking care of our website me and these two jerks.com it's all coming together uh you can get links to all the cool things that our friends at prelude web and marketing do on our website me and these two jerks.com including links to all of our social media sites uh follow us on twitter facebook insta it's all out there for you and um jamie and kyle it's kind of an interesting time in the world right now with all this uh social distancing and covid 19 is it do you is it the acronym do we spell out covid or do we pronounce it covid i'm not even sure the only person i've ever heard uh, spell it out really yeah i guess i'm special the best part about doing it this way is when i cough i don't have to cover my mouth so you know what the best part of doing it this way <laughs> is me. ready to go you ready to hear this this is the best part about doing it this way uh, yeah, I know. You can't bring that to the studio, apparently. Yeah. The studio. I'm using those with my quote fingers. Oh, I'm yeah. actually standing outside your house, Eric. I don't understand why you won't let me in. I'm in the driveway. <laughs> Social distancing, Jamie. That's why. It's a bunch of crap. <laughs> well, you know I mean, what? Not social distancing. The fact that you're making me stand out here. Well, at least it's not. Is it raining? Is it cold? Uh, both, it's actually. Raining. It could be a hell of a lot worse. I'm frail. <laughs> you're special you're gentle and, and you're fragile i, 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 I am gentle that's exactly right fragile all right well it's the me and these two, these two jerks podcast and i am bringing the topic this week i i want to know what ridiculous things you've heard not about the virus itself because that that in and of itself isn't ridiculous that's something we got to take seriously but what ridiculous things have you heard from people in terms of all this ridiculous panic buying. Well, oh first of God. all, I kind of think it's, I, I think we're teetering on a little bit of uh, just over-exaggerating a little bit because, but you don't want to be that person that under-exaggerates. So it's just, it's just a very weird time right now. I was at the store yesterday and I was talking to a woman that I talk to like every week when I'm in there. It occurred to me that when I was there a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't in this panic buying phase. Like I was kind of having this internal conflict on should i buy extra stuff nah nah it's not that big a deal it'll be fine should i buy extra stuff no no it'll be fine and i i'm not in a panic about the virus i i understand it we can we can stay home we can do our part all that sort of stuff what what i realized that it's flipped me into and i realized this yesterday when i was there is that the lack of stuff has put me into a panic buy even though i don't want to be you know I thought uh, there's there was no meat there last week. Now there's meat. Buy them all. And that's <laughs> dumb. I didn't do it, but I had I really had to stop myself from like you know buying eight packages of chicken. You never know when you're going to need that, guy, uh, Jamie. Well, there's I mean there's a lot of people at my house. That's so, true. You know I did buy a couple of them, but I really had to talk myself into not buying all of them, even though that's not me. But I've been to this store twice in between there when there wasn't any meat. I think you brought up an interesting point. It's like a monkey see monkey do kind of mentality. You don't necessarily think you need 4 million rolls of toilet paper, but you see everybody else doing it. You're like, oh crap, maybe I should follow suit with that because we don't know where this thing's going to lead. Well, it, it, here's the thing. I've never understood the toilet paper because if you get the <laughs> Corona, you don't get bubble guts. It's a viral thing. It's a <laughs> respiratory thing. It's not shooting water out the bottom side of yourself. 
I don't get why everybody thought toilet paper was the one thing to stock up on. I would get I've got coffee Kleenex, filters. Cough drops. I would get that. Hand sanitizer, I get. Bush light. The toilet paper doesn't make sense. <laughs> Bush light, huh? Yeah. Bush. Well, <laughs> yeah. So your your COVID cocktail, I get it. Hey, you know what? If I'm gonna be quarantined for two weeks, it's gonna be a fun two weeks. Might as well be good stuff. <laughs> That's for sure. So what are some ridiculous things that you've heard? Because I've been to the store, you know, probably three or four times in the last couple of weeks. Not every day by any means, but every every four or five days I'm I'm at the store grabbing some stuff. And and I've heard some just absurd things, things that you wish that it was socially acceptable to reach across and just smack someone. It's not. Well, uh, you know, no, so I've gotten the looks. I've, the officer told me no. I got the looks. When did you, when did this so, happen? The, the yips, the, the looks. So oh. I needed, you know, I, I manage a vending company now and I needed, um, supplies to clean all of our machines. You know, we've got 700 vending machines. They need to be extra clean. Our usual supply company for that stuff shorted our order. So I called all around. Finally, I found a Menard store that had 50 bottles of 409 commercial grade cleaner. So I went and I bought 40 of the 50 bottles. So I had a cart full of 409. People actually are taking my picture like I'm one of the holders <laughs> in the store. Why didn't I see that on social media? You probably do. If you if you find somebody on Facebook, I'm sure I'm on there somewhere with 40 bottles of of 409 and all the rats. I'm now, looking now. I was not taking the 409 home to my house. It was to make sure people could buy safe Twinkies. drink out of their machines and, <laughs> and didn't get the corona from buying something out of the machine. So you can push C4 and have a clear conscience. Absolutely. It was for the greater good of all. So people could get their, their salami sticks and their Mountain Dew and be okay. 50 bottles of Formula 409. You know, no, a lot of times... There was 50 in stock. I bought 40. I left 10 for other Hey, people. and people need their salami sticks. Yes. But here's what's crazy. A lot, of, a lot of times, especially around here, when you're buying mass quantities of stuff like that, you usually get weird looks and probably get a free ride in the back of a cop car. Yeah. I felt awful doing it. At the same time, I was providing a community service. So the worst part about it is I clean the shelves off. And then as I'm leaving away, a, a nice older lady comes behind me and there was some bottles up on the very, very top. I mean, it was almost too tall for me to reach. And so she was looking up there trying to figure out how to get one down. So I, I did come around and help her get what she needed to. But then that was about the time my picture got taken. So it, it was one of those deals where I didn't really have a choice. I didn't want to hoard. I didn't want to buy it all up. At the same time, I had a, I had a duty for my job that I had to do it. So there's some of that going on, obviously. But then there's the, the idiots that are buying up all the toilet paper for no reason. You cannot tell me you need. I can't figure out ninety-six rolls of TP. Hang on, hang on. I can't tell whether I'm impressed that you took this job on yourself as yeah. the guy who runs the vending company, or annoyed that you didn't go. Well, this is going to be a junky job. <laughs> hey, Roy, <laughs> how did you go to the I, I had the the corporate card, so. <laughs> and you know better than give oh. Roy that corporate card because you're probably going to wind up with a lot more than forty gallons or forty bottles of Formula Four Hundred Nine. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. I, I guess what I'm not figuring out with this whole situation is, and I'm not trying to make light of this pandemic that's going on around the world and especially here in the country, but I, I, I don't do like, that, Eric. Like what you guys said is where did we get fixated on the let's hoard toilet paper? I don't understand. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Have you guys seen it the video? Did you it see doesn't. the video on Facebook with the dad that did the math behind? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. The 182. Yeah. Poops. Yeah. I mean, 
20 sheets per activity does seem to be a little bit on the higher average of the of the sheet per process scale. Yeah. But even then, <laughs> he was being generous, and you still had like 182 poops a day to use all that toilet paper. At least I guess you could look at it this way. There's no expiration date on those things, and it's, they can just sit on the shelf for somewhere. But not here's what I saw, too, the other day. We, we, we were a little had a little downtime at work the other day, and my coworker was looking around on eBay, and he found people selling like those 20-roll packages of Charmin upwards of $500. So I'm not Ooh, so sure who I... Stupid. Who do I blame for that? Is it the idiot that bought it all and is now trying to profit off of it, or the fact that there is some other idiot over there that is bidding on something like that? I'm going to tell you right now, if it's $500 for toilet paper, I'm going outside using the garden hose. <laughs> no, those coffee filters I mean, Jamie was just talking about. <laughs> to Kyle's point, though, many people, not all of them, I understand, but so many people are stuck at home. That's the whole point of this thing. That... My gosh, if you ran out of toilet paper or for some reason had the one visit to the commode that was going to make take maybe more than the 20 sheets, <laughs> jump in the shower. <laughs> You're already at home. That's true. Hey, guys, I got to wow. tell you this. Um, so we're recording this not normally like we did the first couple of episodes. We're all kind of in different different places. And uh, uh, my wife is actually in, in the room with me right now. And every time we, we laugh a lot, she gives me this look like you're going to wake up our son. So if I oh. if I don't live through don't this episode, that. that's why. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Kyle and I'll take it. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It'd just be these two jerks podcast instead of me and these two jerks. No, it'd just be me and the other jerk. But yeah. uh, it's an interesting time as well because I think it's 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 interesting to watch the people and those of us that are taking this really really seriously and they say, okay, yeah, I'm definitely going to shut down and I'm going to stay in my house and I'm not going to leave and nobody's going to come in and the kids not going to daycare and or whatever else. For two weeks, I'm going to shut it down. And then there's those of us that are like, eh, you know what? Life goes on. If I get it, I get it. Oh, well, it, it amazes me. The two extremes that it seems like the people are dealing with this pandemic. Well, there's some people that are more going to be more prone. You know, your, your older folks are people that maybe, you know, have high blood pressure or they've got diabetes or they've got um, asthma. They have to be more scared of it. And, you know, the hoarding doesn't help. You know, if, if people weren't hoarding and everybody just went their usual once a week to the grocery store, there'd be so much less activity. But now people are having to go every day to either get toilet paper one day or meet the next or eggs the next day. So instead of going to the store once a week, people are going four and five times and they're not going to just one store. And my favorite are the Facebook reporters that have to go live on Facebook to what stores have what. I almost did that today. Now locally. Yeah, I got invited yeah. to a group. I got invited to a group yesterday that is for posting who has what. Hey, the blah, That's blah, right. blah store has toilet paper right now. Hey, the one over the other side of town's got ground beef. It's ridiculous I that people to are going to I have this. chicken. That's not helpful, but I have chicken. <laughs> Come to my house. I will price gouge you to buy a thing of chicken. I think Kyle makes a good point, though, is that because of the, the panic buying, we're as a society anyway, going to the store more often, which is compounding the issue. And then you, you couple that with the fact that many people have fewer things to do yeah. because the world has shut down. And it's like, well, the grocery store is open and there's this, this idea that I got beef and I got eggs yesterday, but I still didn't get chicken. So I need something to do. Yeah. And it's just interesting. I went to the store for the first time when all this started, usually 
Um, you know, my wife does most of that, but I was out running around today and she does everything actually. Well, yeah, that's, you know, she, she will tell you that as well. Um, but well, it's you go, you screw it up. You well, buy, you buy green beans instead of brown beans. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We're I'm getting the back. look of death again. Gosh, can you imagine Eric going this time? <laughs> there was a time before where Eric got the, the word to go get GB <laughs> at the grocery store, and he wasn't sure whether that was ground beef or green beans. At this point, though, you'd have an out because you couldn't get ground beef. Well, there you go. So she probably Honey, I had to get green beans. But the funny part was it was green beans that I was supposed to get. Oh, geez. That one time. So. See, you're screwed it up. Now I'm getting the look of death from her because that is like the story that will never, ever, ever, ever go away. She loves it. Yeah. No, she does not. <laughs> but it was funny. But anyway, I guarantee you she I guarantee you she does not. <laughs> but here's I went to the store for the first time because she was watching our son and our nephew today. So I was out and about and I ran to Walmart to get a couple of things. And it was just it wasn't like really super busy. It wasn't, you know, uh, elbow to hole in there or anything like that but it was interesting to walk through and see those articles and those things those items rather that weren't there you know cheese was almost hard to find the ground beef uh the toilet paper you know the only toilet paper they really had was that off brand that was probably be better off if you were using sandpaper you know so or Kleenex. Or, <laughs> it's so funny you should say that because I have been making a list of the ridiculous things that people have said in terms of panic buying, and that's on the list. What? Yeah. So <laughs> so my list that I would like to share with you is that the lady at the store was telling me a story. She was actually the cashier telling me the story of about, about how they had toilet paper and its limit, I don't know, one or two per customer, whatever right. it is. And they've had, they've had to tell people you can't buy three, it's limit two. That police the whole situation, blah, blah, blah. And I'm kind of listening, but I'm also kind of watching the screen because I don't want to get overcharged for anything. I want to make sure all my coupons <laughs> post. I mean, you know me. Well, yeah, of course so you do. So I'm like... I. I know, Susie, I'm kind of smiling along with you and going, uh-huh, uh-huh, but I really am trying to pay attention here. I'm focused. And she tells me this whole story about policing the toilet paper and then looks up at me and goes, I don't know what they were, were up in arms over. I mean, it was Scott. <laughs> so and it was I, like that off-brand. <laughs> nobody cares, right? I have this long pause because I'm like, who in the hell is Scott? Because <laughs> like, I'm, I'm watching the screen, you know? I want to make sure my 40-cent coupon came off. And I don't even – what? And so I just pause, and I'm like, huh, oh, that's the brand Scott. She goes, you know, the one that's like sandpaper. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. you. So you would fight over Quilted Northern – or Angel Soft, but you're—I get it. You're not elbowing anybody over Scott. All right. Oh, I'll go into Royal Rumble with somebody over Royal Bounty. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a quilted Northern person myself, but <laughs> we're you talking know, paper the, towels. The, yeah, quarantine TV watching. Uh, I was watching the old uh, game show network, and they had the supermarket sweep on. Best game and, show ever. Yeah, yeah and I you know, totally I, I saw them loading up all the big turkeys and hams into the car. I'm thinking, you know, that's kind of like what we've got going on right now, except. You know, instead of uh, a fully stocked store, we have a store about 30% full when you start the day off, and it, it's by 11 o'clock. If you don't get your meat or your milk or your eggs, you're, you're, you're out. out of luck. All right, so. I got it. I just came up with it. Here is our million-dollar idea. Instead of supermarket sweep, we are going to go to one of the stores here in the Wabash Valley and watch this unfold, film it, and start our own show, and we're going to call it the Hoshin Hustle. No? What are we going to buy? Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> of course, Kyle, right, the first right thing there, he's worried about is the work. Right there, Kyle and I were the jerks. I'll, I'll, we'll own that one. Yeah. So totally nothing there, huh? 
Just, yeah. just, just nothing. Probably mm-hmm. top five yeah, worst idea I've ever heard. All right. Well, I'm trying. It I, could will, prob- it I might- will go video you videoing a really bad idea, though. <laughs> you never know, man. It could get us on Live PD the next time around, too. Oh, Live PD. Any other well, so- weird things you see people buy? Like, for example, like the ramen noodles were all gone. That makes sense, uh, though. SpaghettiOs were all gone. Again, that I can get. Okay, I have a toddler. I could get behind the SpaghettiOs being all gone. I could see stockpiling worst, that a little bit. The worst thing, I went to, I went to get some peanut butter for PB&J. And they were out of smooth peanut butter. They only had crunchy left. They had enough crunchy to feed the city for at least a month. Okay, this is interesting. Never understood that. Why would people carry crunchy peanut butter in 2020? Nobody eats it. Okay, so this this instance just happened to me the other day. I'm a, This was actually yesterday, Sunday, and um, or two days ago. And we're making breakfast, and my wife is like, well, what do you want to eat? And I'm like, I'll just make some toast. And I go to the cupboard. And there's like no peanut butter. And she's like, yeah, it is. It's right there behind the whatever. But it's crunchy peanut butter. I'm like, who the hell eats this? Have you filed for divorce yet? (laughs) No, I haven't filed for divorce yet over that. That's These are serious terms here. (laughs) She's she's taking her ring off (laughs) as we we speak. (laughs) I mean, this is a whole different podcast topic. But crunchy peanut butter is at the top of the list of things that I think they tried to improve upon. But yet, epically failed. There was nothing wrong. Smooth peanut butter did not need improved upon. Period. I know. I think we don't need crunchy. Somewhere was like we should tinker, and no, they didn't. They didn't need to. They should just leave well enough alone. That's like Coke too. Nobody needed the new Coke or Coke too. Nobody needed that. There was nothing wrong with regular Coca Cola. Just like there's nothing wrong in my life. But other than that, <laughs> there is nothing wrong with smooth peanut butter. It did not need improved upon. Yeah. Guys, I have to share with you the top three things that I've heard. Okay. From ridiculous people at the store. And this is all since all this pandemic has started, right? That you've heard oh, since yeah, then. This okay. Is in the last like week or so. All right. This was um, at the store, set the scene. A man stand by the shopping cart. The woman comes frantically back down the aisle and meets him at the shopping cart. And she says, Well, I don't have any of that germ shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what kind of germ shit he was trying to cure. <laughs> I mean, she, what she's referring to is hand sanitizer, you know, oh. Purell, Germex, whatever. But she's not referring to it as sanitizer. You really she, need the sanitizer if you don't have toilet paper. I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, you need one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> Germ shit. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, my second favorite was there was also a scare on diapers, a thing that maybe you wouldn't think would be a shortage in this type of situation, but... The diapers that this woman frequently buys were not available. Oh, really? And so, yeah. So she looks at the rest of her family, and apparently they're the diapers that have, they're like the Coors can, you know, that the, the, the Rockies get blue when they're cold. You know, it's like the diaper that, I don't that know. That gets blue a, when they turn, uh, when they're wet. Yeah, I know. I have a toddler. Yeah, I change diapers all the time. Right. You know you know those. And so Greatest thing ever, looks, actually. She looks what, at them with so much life. conviction. What? What? <laughs> My wife is chiming in. She's calling bullshit on the fact that I change diapers all the time. <laughs> right. I, I already said that you do everything. <laughs> Jamie already said that you do everything anyway. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, this woman looks at the rest of her family with such conviction because she realizes the diapers they buy are unavailable. And she says... If that blue line isn't all the way full, you do not change them. (laughs) Hey, we got to ration these damn things, you know, and hold us through this two week shutdown. That's right. 
Hey, if anybody's rationing diapers, get a hold of me. I've got a bunch of old radio station T-shirts you can use to put your baby's crap. You're not bitter or anything. All right, Jamie, what else have you heard? I'm not bitter. I'm just saying I'm trying to clean my closets out. (laughs) And my favorite, my favorite was the the woman who who came up and realized that the toilet paper aisle is now full of chips because that's what we've been doing. We've been running out of the paper products and backfilling with with uh, sour cream and onion lays. Now, I did she, notice that today when I was at Walmart, they are filling that aisle up, but it wasn't that. It was like other... Well, I noticed this. It was um, paper plates, filled up a lot of it Easter today. Candy. And Easter candy, yeah, like Peeps, I've, which I've are the, the... eggs, yeah. Which is the worst Easter candy ever known to man, Peeps. I don't know why anybody eats those damn things. Um, but they had they had a ton of them, so no TP. Cute, but unnecessary. Yeah, absolutely unnecessary for Easter. But yeah. that's neither well, here this woman there. comes comes from down that aisle where she's realized there's no more toilet paper. And <laughs> uh, she, she says, well, they're out of toilet paper. Let's buy socks instead. <laughs> buy stock? <laughs> socks. Oh, socks. <laughs> I thought you said buy stock. Are you buying stock in Quilted Northern because everybody's selling the shit out of it? Or are you just uh, uh, socks makes a lot more sense. If you though. can't buy TP, I feel like you can either get napkins and you can just like rip them apart or Kleenex or paper towel before you would go to socks. There's a lot of other options out there. Well, I would might... almost consider a dryer sheet before I go. to. <laughs> You'd be Those smelling fresh. A little balance. I would, I would at least hope that if you were purchasing socks in this predicament that you're trading out the new socks for the crusty old ones you you have in your drawer. You're at least not buying the new socks for that purpose or right. the ones you have on your doorknob. Socks in your drawer? I mean, not crusty socks, but you know you've got <laughs> some that have reached nearly reached the end of their life. Your crusty socks and when you were 13? You know. <laughs> they're, they're you know they're a little thin in some places your toe hasn't quite poked all the way through but you know you're getting close all right you take that for what it's worth <laughs> i'm not the only one <laughs> I, I had some of my facebook feed post a picture of uh their their infants behind with a big old rash on it uh yelling at people that were hoarding them the baby wipes because the brand that she usually buys were sold out so she bought another brand and it made her her kid have a big old rash on his butt. So she put the picture all over Facebook. So instead of just you know, you know maybe looking somewhere else, she uh, put her child's hiney on on Facebook, trying to make people feel bad for buying the same brand that she buys. Now I will, I, I, you know, world we live in, right? But here's the thing: there is that that is a thing, Jamie. You've got kids. I have a two year old, Kyle. You you haven't been down this road in life yet. Uh, but there is a difference between, you know, the good brand of baby care things like diapers and wipes and things and the not so name brand of those things. It it does make a difference. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you can always get a, a washcloth and warm water. It's the same difference. You just have to wash it. <laughs> well, there is that. Or if you were me in that situation, I'd probably just throw the damn thing away. Yeah, you, you don't have to ask show your wife the, about you don't it. have to show the rash all over Facebook. No. Poor kid's going to be traumatized the rest of his life. He's going to be going to senior prom and everybody's going to say, "Hey, it's the kid who's she ass on Facebook when he was In 2020, we would rather spend 20 minutes figuring out the way to craft the perfect post for social media than just solving the dang problem to begin with. Well, and that's going to come back and bite that kid in the butt when in about you know, 35 or 40 years, he decides to run for president of the United States and that picture pops up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. It's just, uh, uh, you know, I just don't know where this is going to lead to. Is it going to get crazier? I think one good thing we can say about this whole mess is I, I really love gas prices being under $2 a gallon, though. 
So I guess if you want to look for the silver lining and the positive thing, there you go. Except we can't drive yeah. anywhere. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the bitch of the whole thing? Gas prices yeah. cheaper than they've been in 15 years, and we got nowhere to go. Can't go out to eat. Can't go. You know, it's just. I'd rather I'd rather sit down for a steak dinner and and pay you know an extra 40 cents a gallon for gas. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm just ready for this whole mess to be over with. Speaking of steak, I, I have been informed uh, a friend of a friend did visit the ribeye steak tent at the mall parking lot. He didn't just take the offer once, not twice. He took three specials, $90 of ribeyes. <laughs> that are probably... <laughs> 60 ribeye steaks. That are probably the thickness of a piece of paper. Yeah. And so, you know, I said, dude, I hope you don't, you know, lose power or anything anytime soon. Because otherwise, he's going to to uh, severely regrets trying to stock up 60 ribeye. Well, I saw that truck there in the uh, in the mall parking lot a week or so ago when all this pandemic thing was really starting to develop and get crazy. And I'm like, well, if any if it really hits the fan, you know, and every other store is sold out, at least we've got that little gym hanging out right there and get 30 ribeyes for 20 bucks or whatever it is. I just, I don't know. 20 ribeyes for $30. 20 for 30 don't, okay. Don't make it sound that cheap. <laughs> It's just, I remember, man, we, I, I did a couple hey, of broadcasts. Hey, has standards, okay, Eric? <laughs> hey, you know what? I did read that they are closing the mall uh, at the end of the day today until all this mess blows over. I wonder if that does include the meat truck. Mm, Why would sure it include the jurisdiction, truck? the parking lot? It's in the mall parking lot. I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. But um, anyway. I did this- speak to my, my grandmother in Florida. She's doing fantastic, and she's told me she's good on food. They did the... Um, What's the national state deal you buy and they send you the, the Omaha steaks? Did that's they, real. <laughs> that's they, they mail you the steaks in the mail. But she said they're awesome. So she's stocked up a good down there, I guess it's kind of in the corner of a country. So you know, we're we're in the heartland and having a hard time getting supplies. If you're like in a pocket or in a corner a of, peninsula of a country, even a peninsula, <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to get. So that's what she did and uh, it's worked well for her. So maybe a Omaha podcast sponsor. <laughs> Not a sponsor, but they could be. They, they could, could be. be. We have a lot of we have a lot of could be sponsors. Yes, That's right. Maybe we can uh, monetize this thing. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but I think I, I think we can all agree. Well, one thing about this whole situation is, you know, um, we know a lot of people locally in like the restaurant business that are they're, they're really struggling, and and some of them are really trying to do all they can to uh, keep some business in for their employees and keep people working and provide food. Um, I know we're all good friends with Rick at Rick Smokehouse and. Um, you know, the day all this came down that people were going to have to, you know, do takeout or delivery only, um, you know, I feel for people like that, that give so much to the community and, and they're dealing with really hard times right now. So, you know, even if you can't go out and find that chicken breast or you can't find, you know, the ground beef, think of, uh, some local restaurants, you can maybe do some takeout. I know it's not, you know, a cheap thing to do every night for the whole family, but some of these people are really working on some great deals to try to feed families. So I encourage you all to reach out and try to find some of those deals. They're all sponsors of the podcast. All the local restaurants are sponsors of the podcast this week. Hashtag city of restaurants. Let me drop that. That's right. But, uh, you know, we, we did that runs that. Yeah. I think you owned the domain at one point. I don't know if you still do, but, uh, you know, we did that a couple of times. We were trying to order some lunch, uh, at work, uh, from some local restaurants. And uh, Rick was one of them. He was, he was very gracious, uh, to fulfill our order and, you know, uh, offered to deliver it and all those things too. Um, so he did, he's done great. And, uh, we've got a list of kind of some local places we want to patronize to and encourage people to go out and do that and, and support those local businesses. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just, uh, it's just I an heard, interesting time. 
I heard, I cannot confirm this, so it's a little bit of hearsay. Here's my fake news. I heard that um, for a, a time, I don't know if they're still doing it, but uh, Bar 365 on Wabash right. was uh, was giving a free roll of toilet paper with every $20 carryout order. Hilarious. Oh. Hilarious. I don't know if it's true or not, but hilarious. I was thinking about doing that with every new car you buy. I'll give you a roll of toilet paper. Hey, did you hear that somebody stole all the uh, toilet paper from the police department? What? Oh, well, let me guess. Now the police officers have nothing to go on, right? Is that yeah. your... Is that your... Nice uh, try. Okay. What What we lame... What lame Twitter <laughs> I, I account... Think we're done. What lame Twitter I'm account did you, did you copy that from, Kyle? <laughs> I don't know. I can't be a part of this anymore. <laughs> all right. Are we done here? I think so. We've done all the damage. Sure Everybody stay safe. <laughs> all Good right. Me and these two jerks podcast. Uh, I want to say thanks again to Prelude Web and Marketing. Uh, me and these two jerks.com. They're putting the website together, getting all that done. They can do the same for you and uh, see how they can get your business out there on the World Wide Web. Some custom computer builds and other things coming as well. Uh, see those links. Me and these two jerks.com. Well, Kyle and Jamie, um, do what you can. Enjoy your little staycation. Um, I still have to go to work. Go I, check out this World Wide Web you talk about. Yeah, HTTP colon front slash front slash. Make sure you dial up to AOL. Sign oh, in with your. Me. I got one of those discs in the mail. <laughs> Forty free hours right now. Could from you imagine? Moment. Could you imagine being stuck at home and still having dial up and not like high speed internet right now? It would be the worst thing ever. Coronavirus ninety nine <laughs> would have been awful. <laughs> if this would have hit twenty years ago, we all would have been screwed. We'd be watching That's VHS right. tapes right. of like, uh, you know, E.T. They <laughs> have cool stuff on Netflix. Right. All right. Well, guys, it was fun and uh, we will uh, chat again soon. Sure.